nothing. I check it out. But all that extra tagging myself, let niggas know where I'm at. It just makes you put things in perspective, you know, different perspective. It really, like, really... It makes you want to get your things in order, too, because the brother was only 28 years old, worth, like, $26 million, don't have no kids, wasn't married. You know, you got to get your shit in order, too, you know? Everybody. You know what? But you, Mama, what you just said, like, uh, a black man just can't have it and just enjoy. You can't. You can't. No, you can't. And at 28, you know he didn't have his paperwork will or you weren't thinking about not coming home that night at all and, and he, he shouldn't have to think about it but sometimes he does and that's that's cold it's cold world we live in right right tomorrow's not promised to any of us no it's not and you know i was talking earlier i was saying that it makes it hard it makes right. it hard for black people because we live in that kind of environment where it's really cutthroat i posted something today I posted the art of war, and then somebody was like, "Oh, well, we don't have to think about living in war." And I'm like, "I live in war every day. Right. I was born into a war. Right. I was being attacked already when I was born. My, my people are already being attacked. We're enslaved, all this kind of stuff, and it continues, right? And people don't even believe it's happening. They don't even believe it's real. It's in their faces. And then when you act a certain way, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm really a genuinely a nice cat, but I be. I be trying to be so chill, but when niggas be testing me, then I'm the bad guy because I got PTSD on some violent shit. I just, man, I be like, bro, I will, like, but I don't want to say that type of shit on air, but I'm trying to work on my demons, but bro, like, like, it's, it's crazy, bro, like, like, we have, we do have a, a violent tendency, but because we've grown up a certain way. Like by eighteen, niggas seen their first drive-bys. Right. Like right. niggas, your homies getting clapped and killed. Right. Like that shit really right. takes a toll on you, and we smile through that. Like right. hold up, we're desensitized now. Yeah, we're for de- sure. Black people really don't. People of color really have not had the conversation of therapy. Mental, uh, like not, not say. in the real way. Not in the real way. No, because no, it's taboo. It's always been taboo, but really, it's not. <laughs> And we all need it. Everybody, really. We all have something to unpack. Mm. Or dealing with something. We all have a vice, a demon, whatever you want to call it. We all do. That's that's true. That's true. And I I think that's actually a big part of the conversation, uh, mental health. And there's a lot of mental health work going on in Oakland and the Bay Area. And I feel like we should get connected with our mental health and maybe work on it and have practices. That's what helps me having practices things that are consistent that I can go back to right. like basketball right yeah you know, it's every you know what I'm saying yeah. I'm there and it's this thing I'm doing and it helps me in all these other fields and it, it works right you know I mean? so we all need to be equipped I've with those trying. tools my upside right. today right. what do you say dude? no I just said we all need to be equipped with those tools you know what I mean to be aware <clears throat> to be aware of what your vice is to get you through is important like everyone not a lot of people have that inner peace with themselves to know what gets themselves that's something you gotta learn take practice that's not not something that's just innate you know but some people recognize it young music you know like you know they'll never give rap music the credit that it's inspired a whole generation of poets they talking about rap like rap is just the bullshit. I'm like, bro, rap inspired all these people to sit down with a pen and pad right. and right. write the craziest shit. That's like a it's cultural a po- genre. A generation. It's a generation of poets. Right. 
Like, that's yeah. facts. That's facts. Facts, bro. Like, it's a beautiful thing, but they want to make rap. Like, I'm telling you, rap is going to be illegal in a minute. Oh, yeah, it's or, already or, illegal in China. Oh. oh yeah. What? I didn't know that. Say it again, my nigga. Rap is illegal in China. You can't make rap. You can't listen to rap. Oh, wow. Come through, arrest your ass. Illegal. Tell me, bro. I've been watching too many sci-fi movies and I know my hip hop, bro. All this shit is 2020 some shit. On some <laughs> fucking sci-fi rap music is coming. Rap rappers oh, are considered like niggas ain't gonna be rap. Like the whole title for okay, like when the media addresses somebody who's dead as the some some 38 year old rapper. What's it? They say rap. They they say the term rapper is the new nigger. That's a term Kanye said. They use the word, don't call me a rapper. That's like the new nigger. It's like, nigga, rapper? Like, you just a rapper, nigga. You just a rapper. And you think about what catch a rapper about, it kind of makes sense. Immediately be making, like, I'm trying to take off past recipes, but another rapper gets shot in there, like, kill him up. Fill in the blank. Check off the blocks. Drive-by, shooting, stabbing from homie. Like, like it's like the standard, right? It's like... It's like it's, it's wild, yo. It, it literally make me sick. I can't it's foul, it. bro. At least MF Doom kind of passed away from natural. Hopefully. Wait, you, yeah, you know what? That hurts, too. That hurts, too. That, that's the, other side of the worst. I'm like, why? It's, it's so Sean Price. Oh, oh, yeah, Sean Price. God. Sleep apnea and all that. That's Man, why. bro, like, why? Why these people? Right. You know what I'm saying? Out of any people that it ever could be, why do you think? You know, why we not and once again, I'll say this. Tupac was very successful, but he only touched a fourth of what he was supposed to do in this planet. Yeah, I feel like he definitely could have did more. Come we, on. We need more of that energy, man. We need more of that Come energy. Come on. Energy. We know Pac was supposed to lead us further. Come on. In fact, him and Big died. Right, they were played time, by pawns, by the media. Right. Had these two young brothers kill each other off. Made them, made, made them martyrs. Man, Puffy right. making dance songs about it. Right, right. It's just, man, this they stuff, don't this, want me to talk about this. Nah, this stuff is cold, man. It's a cold world we live in. Right. And we, and we can't really ignore the fact that this is actual reality. Right. You know, and we were talking about that too. Sometimes cold, people bro. really pretend like it's not what it is. And I'm like, I don't know what world you live in. I don't know what you study. <laughs> all right. But I, first of all, I know what I've seen with my own eyes. Right. I know the actual history that actually happened in this country. From day one to day now. <laughs> you feel me? Rest in peace, Mac Dre. That was like a couple of days ago, right? Right, yeah. right. Hold right, up, though. Mac Dre should be considered Mac the martyr count, the, the martyr group, like um, oh, yeah, Biggie and Pac. Because once right. Mac Dre passed away, how many of the Bay Arians just took his shit and became yeah. Mac Dre-ish? Come on, man. Come on, how many Mac Dre wannabes ate? How many, come on, how many cats no, made right. right. Mac Dre t-shirts and just ate off that shit, bro? Man, a ton of them. I'm glad his family's still eating off of it. I was about to say, yeah, definitely. I hope so. Definitely. I really do hope Mac Dre's family's still eating. They keep him alive. Yeah, they, are. they need they are. to. Yeah. They need to. Rest in peace to Mac Dre. Right. But I really hope he's getting his family's eating correctly right. off of Mac Dre's legacy. Right. 
Right. As they should, as they should. And I feel like culturally, we got to put those practices in place of loving each other, cherishing each other, treat each other like sister and brother. You know, I look at honestly something, things that the Nation of Islam does and how they treat each other. You know, shout out Farrakhan. Hey, look, I'm not even a Farrakhan follower, Man, but I every time Farrakhan speaks, every he time. makes sense. Every time. Bro, I'm not going time. to say I follow Farrakhan, but I as a black man, he makes sense. I'll be just sitting there be like, 100%. i be like, and he be, and you know what? It's really enticing to join the the nation. It's That's really true. enticing. I'm not joined, but I really have the core values of Farrakhan. Yeah, yeah, as, as we should, Farrakhan. as we should. It makes think, sense. Yeah, we, we need to stand on strong, strong practices, strong policies in our communities and our ways of being as individuals. Like certain shit we won't do. Like, we shouldn't be out here killing other black people at, at any all. point in time. I don't, care, I don't care what happens. And I, look, I tell the kids too. At I don't all. care what these kids said or did or whatever. Don't put your hands on them. Don't touch them. All right? You tell me. If it really hurt you that bad, right. you tell me. You talk about it. We'll talk about it together. Baby. Right. Don't put your hands on right. them. You know what I'm saying? We definitely shouldn't be killing each other. Man. We, I, look. I'm, I'm even in the mood to say we shouldn't even have guns in the first place in these kind of environments. You know? I think that we have enemies out there, and we are not each other's enemies. Not all right, not we shouldn't have our weapons when we out there, in, when we in the streets. We should have our weapons if we dealing with our enemies. You know what I'm saying? And those those two different things. Those are two different things. You know, and we gotta separate the two. We we we're not enemies of each other, and we can't keep being enemies of each other. We gotta be protectors of each other. You know what they say? Am I my brother's keeper? Right. You are. <laughs> we right. are. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Let's keep them. When we getting back in the lab, can you make a song called Am I My Brother's Keeper? Can you just like <laughs> hold that title to like when you sit down to a pad? Just hold that to, right. to a thought. Right. That'd be a dope song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. No, you have no idea. Me and my man, we already cook like like half of a half of a project. So we're like the other half is gonna be cooking. So hold that thought. Just yeah. Yeah. This shit my guy. Yeah, man. Um, oh, this yeah. is fire, though, bro. This is super fire, though. This is super fire. Great, great, great evening, bro. Seriously. Man, same, same. Thank y'all for coming. You know what I'm saying? We got man Age in the building. We got DJ Gabby in the building. We got DJ Roe in the building. What's up? We got Tandy, right? I'm sorry. I, I Tandy. Tandy. <laughs> like candy. Tandy like candy. Right. Okay. Tandy. Tandy in the building. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And we in this thing, and we we had a great conversation tonight. It was a different kind of cipher, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, it was like a like a real like intellectual cipher, really talking about some real shit. And I think we need it. I think I think the community needs. It. I think we need to have these kind of conversations together. You know, we're talking about Kanye, and I think Kanye is important to talk about because it's something that's happening in the community. We right need now. to break that down too, right. right? Currently, but we also really need to start talking about like what we're going to do together. You know what I'm saying? How we going to move forward? You feel me? Like, how do we really support each other and support the stuff that's, like, positive for the community? You know? Because one thing I think about is I think about hip-hop in the 90s because, you know, that's where I was really, like, born and I was at and I remember it. And there was all kind of music, you know? But the difference in the 90s and even, like, the 60s, 70s, and 80s is that there was another side to it that was being promoted in the media. And it was just as big as the other stuff, if not bigger. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? And there was a lot of like social movements, political movements. People talk about uh, Uncle Luke, right? And Uncle Luke is controversial. Yeah, he's talking about sex and all that kind of stuff. But also, he was fighting a political battle. Right, totally. And, and the NWA, same right. thing. Yeah. They actually, they were not just artists. They were political icons. Right. They were actually fighting political battles. Right. Went the to government. court and every, everything. Right. The government, police, police brutality. Right. Right. And that was ingrained in our culture in, 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 in all levels, right. no matter what they were talking about. And I feel like that's the difference. Now, we, our culture is not about those kind of things. We're not really doing those kind of things. Kind of like, is, but kind of is not, you know what I'm saying? So you just are, like you're saying, music seems, the rap down just seems like it's just one faceted, not yeah. multifaceted like no, it was in the 90s, no. you know? Just like you were saying, you, they, you had Uncle Luke, you had KRS-One, you had, you know, Public Enemy. It was, yeah. a, a, you know, Queen Latifah. It was, yeah. it was a variety. Nowadays, it's just, you know, but we got to give big ups to the Migos, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. they definitely have led this generation, yes, they you did. know, in a positive way. You know, I, I love bad and bougie, not gonna lie. You man, know what I mean? Man, so, right, absolutely. So, you know, but it still doesn't take away from where we need to go. Take it. You know what exactly. I mean? How we go move forward with it mm-hmm. and what direction we're going, right, you know? Right. And who's leading that direction? No, that's true. That's true. You know, we, 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 I think we need to talk about leadership. I think we need to talk about structures. You know, we need something that's going to work for us as a community. And we need to work with the situation that we're in. Right. Yes, really yes. Right. And to work in the situation that we are in right now, also using the technology that is at hand. But right now, like like everyone's mentioning, like there is a shift. Like It's all like bullshit rap. But we do have these outlets where you can make your own music. And like I don't trip when the, the big names do what they do. I'm looking at my homie that's next door. Like, bro, why don't you make that 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 one song or that that different sound because i can't expect jay-z or Lil wayne or any i can't talk to them but the homies like let's make something different so even if it's not me but like the homies like uh, i want to support anybody who's making something different because we need to and um while we have these free outlets everyone should be pod everyone should be podcasting while it's free Everyone should have a podcast. Everyone who's making music, make that 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 good shit. That make the music you want to be heard. You know what I'm saying whatever the fuck you're complaining about, make that shit. You know what I'm saying? You make it, and then put it up online and 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 shoot your videos. And it may not be like whatever the fuck hype rims or whatever, but the all the technology is there to do it all. Like you just shoot your videos off your phone now. Come on, stop. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you can like artists need to just say, okay. All the artists out here have a big factor to play. We all could save the game, but we all gotta contribute to it. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Right. So we got all the technology there. We gotta like shit, like, bro. You may have the next joint that saves the bank. I'm saying you you got the you got you got my man, I'm looking at my man, my man Gab, like, man, I'm just trying to get him to like drop something from his his um his MacBook. I will, I will, I will. <laughs> like put up a project, bro, like like a seven song EP and shoot a video with your phone and just let let it let it happen, bro. 
Yeah, and also collaboration is hella important too. Yo, yo, that's real shit. While people are stressing money and how much money you have, people are power. Like Prodigy said that in a song. That's true. That's true. That's the most powerful thing out here. Yeah. That's why we don't need to be afraid of what all these things they're trying to do. And we got to have a program for ourselves, man, to, to lead ourselves. Because no matter what kind of frequencies they even produce, they're not stronger than us. You know, they're not stronger than our togetherness. Absolutely. Two of us can get together and beat them. <laughs> you know, one or two people can literally get together and just beat them. You know what I'm saying? Just roll over them. That's why, let me put it out there in the universe. Yo, if you're out here in these streets, bro, you have to be a good person to people, bro. Because your reputation will proceed you, like, Real talk, Najee's a good dude, but like, this is his show, and he put me and Rel on. So, and it stemmed from his Black Man Meet show. You should pick up your, your podcast. Well, yeah, Black Man Meet every Monday, 7 p.m. on YouTube. We got a Black Man Meet YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Be there and be square, because we gotta stay sharp. <laughs> yeah, man. That's right. But you see, like, we're all active in here, bro. Yeah, I'm saying, and we unite, reunite, reunite here. To, to, as one and get real powerful, but we're all active in our own in our own cycle. Right, right. As, as we should be, man. Bring that good energy, and those good vibes together. Right. But, you know, it, it reminds me what the Panthers were doing. They they really had it right. You know what's funny? They actually were running for political office. They were trying to be a political party, mm-hmm. and that that's when stuff really got shaky right. and it really got crazy. When they were like, "Oh, we're actually a political party, so we need political power, all this kind of stuff." And I feel like that's kind of what we need, you know, today. But also. With the way it's going, we gotta be more low key than we mean. <laughs> you feel me? You know, too much talking. Nah, we're not, we're not doing that no more. But we can have fun with this music, though. <laughs> <laughs> make the bangers. Yeah. Right, make them bangers, sell them records. Like, right. yeah, go ahead, bro. Here's a record. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's funny uh, the position that black people are in. They they want us in everything. They want us in all entertainment. They want us in all the sports. They want us on the news. They want us to be the head of the team. You know, they want us to be everything. They want us to be the president, right? They want us to make their clothes. It's like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Why, why, why are you fine, bro? No, no, look. They want us to do all that, but they don't want us to have an opinion. And, they just know, want you to just be like, nigga, shut up and dribble. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But no, we're not doing that, bro. Right. We're not, we're not doing that. It's, it's what was it, 2022, 2023, 24, 25, none of that. Oh, man. We're not doing that no more, man. We're doing something different. You feel me? Bro, the the um the um first shall become last. Last yeah. shall become first. Hey, look, look I, I've been about it for like 10 lifetimes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? A lot of times I feel like you gotta let these black people speak for the black people who got their tongue cut out. Damn, man, say that again, bro. You gotta let these black people speak for the, the for the black people who got their tongue cut out. Like, like, Hell, like, like, it's a power shift, G. It's a power shift, G. Come on, you man. Know, and, and ain't nobody gonna be perfect, man. There ain't no such thing as a perfect man. person. I ain't never seen it. I ain't even ever dreamed it. You feel me? So it is what it is. We need to keep moving. And, and you know grooving. what? I, I just want to even put it out there like this. Like, I, I love my black people, but, and I maybe will sound a little Kanye-ish on this one, but like, 
I love to see all my brown and all my people of color eating too, my nigga. Like, yeah, like, of course. I'm yes. like, I, I mean, <laughs> we, all lives we matter. We, 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 okay, look, like, look, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying, I mean, I'm saying all lives matter, but not like that. Like I mean, look, all, all lives do matter. Yeah. And, and what they say, injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And we all need to organize together. Yeah. And we, See, and they we, don't we want that. At they all. don't want At that. All. At all. At all. Because if we get organized. And see, see, that was, <laughs> man. We're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Keep with Tupac. I feel like Tupac was en route to uniting the gangs. See, Kanye and all these other like Karis and Chuck and all these they're like political figures. But Pac was in the streets. Like I think if Pac would have kept on, he would have been that nigga in Warriors. Can you dig it? Oh, <laughs> like that nigga, like who just ran all this like like we got the niggas here, we got the crypt, we got the blood, and nobody's killing nobody. Can you? You know what I'm saying? Like like yeah, bro. Like like I can see Pac. Being that guy who just ran the hoods, like Kanye wants to run the political. And, I mean, I'm saying yeah, he's that, a different cool. energy. It is a different energy. You know what I'm saying? I, I I'm more on the pike tip, and I, I feel like we should really be on the pike tip. We should just be taking over everything, but peacefully, peacefully, right. just taking everything, getting control of it, and being in charge of it, and being in charge of the way it flows, and creating it into a peaceful situation. The way it's going right now is ridiculous. It's, it's Do you so think- ridiculous. Do you think that the Zulu Nation in um, Oakland, West Oakland is a factor still? Or do you think that they're just for show? I mean, no disrespect to the Zulu. I know them down there, but I feel like it's a powerful organization that could possibly re- get the get the movement. And we maybe, maybe I should get a Zulu member up in here to speak on that matter. No, we, we should. And I, I feel like the Zulus are doing a good job. And I feel like a lot of these little organizations are doing a good job. But I feel like we also, as organizations, we gotta be able to connect together. And I feel like in the Bay Area, especially, that doesn't always happen. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of uh, friction in the Bay Area for a lot of different reasons. A lot of folks can't work together. You know, this, that, and the third. Some bad blood or whatever. But I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's going on, and it's a lot of positive stuff going on in a, in a lot of different pockets of the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? And if we could really uh, combine some of these things together. Then we'll have something powerful. Right. For sure. You feel me? And I feel like we all need to do that. I also want to say shout out Hip Hop for Change. They're doing some great work. We're doing some conferences next week. I'm working with them. Okay. And shout out Marlon and Learn the World. MC, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they doing some, some pretty crazy stuff. I ain't going to lie. So, like, shout out to them. Shout out to all of that. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? And we, we got to just keep building, man. We got to find a way. We got to make a way. And then we got to, you know, combine. Right. I, I feel like the combining part, that's the part that we really need to work on. <laughs> well, know? you know what? It starts with the seed, and this is a good start right here. Like, just uniting and having a meeting with the mind and building and all. And I'm sure that we'll all walk away from this feeling energized. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm looking tomorrow's go. This is going to be a rainy day weekend. I'm just going to cook with some beads. You know what I'm saying? Fuck around with the. Looking forward to that. Stay home. You know what I'm saying? Right. Look forward to recording with you. And, like, we, like, how about we talk about what we got from this whole conversation? This is all I'll talk about. What inspiration, like, you took from this. So I'll start, like, so this has been, oh, with the, I know I can, that's really dope. Um, so 
this bit inspirational to unite with the good minds and like good thinkers and I'm gonna take this and build on some artistic hype. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take this and build. So thank you for this conversation with you guys tonight. One thing just like the, the the concept of therapy, I think like people associate it with like sitting in a chair and just like talking to somebody else and like that turns people off like i don't i, I don't know if that would work for me but just like being in a room just listening is, is like therapeutic you know moving your body is therapeutic being creative is super therapeutic and like it's contagious too like just i feel like we need to be contagious to each other like all love is contagious that whole concept is like yeah it's all the layer zero and all the pockets of of different people that like are, are disconnected without even knowing they're disconnected. And um, I think going, you know, finding the therapy of like yourself and a community and, and bringing that, that sideways horizontally to the layer zero goes to the layer one. And then it still stays connected to layer zero. And also another thing, just kind of off what you were saying is making me think when talking about like bringing different people together, I think it's always good when you see people of all different ages like children and all the way up to like old people and middle-aged people and then 30s and then 20s it's really important because then i think it's easy to get caught in like age pockets and i think the youth and then the elders have so much to teach each other and i think that's some um, kind of a takeaway parting thought that's, that's what's up man that's dope um you know what i'm this inspires me to increase my studies to continue studying and continue learning and growing you know knowing and like bringing information to the table i'm sorry y'all i've been djing the whole time and i didn't get the whole conversation but i'm always inspired by everybody here man every time we have the show we always talking about something that you know we need to talk about so i'm, I'm down with the show regardless you know what i'm saying So I'm just inspired by just being in a good company and honored to be in a good company of, of all these gentlemen and just hearing their perspectives. And it, 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 it was all inspiring to me totally, all around, wholeheartedly. So thank you, brothers, for sharing all of that with me and, you know, and sharing it with the people, actually, you know, just being so honest, transparent, and just open, you know, and just being open to what's to come. And, you know, and so thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be in this space. T, one more time. Big up your show, mama. Hey, hey thank you. So, Queen's Vibes, Friday, 11-11-22 at the, the Knockout, 6 to 9 p.m. Come out. I'm, I'm going to try my darndest to be there. Um, I know we're not, I don't know how much longer. I know we're damn near out of here in a minute, and I don't know, I know we're just vibing. Um... I just want to put out there that um, I don't know what people are listening to in the morning, but like I can't listen to the AM, FM, like the regular radio. That shit is like poisonous. It's just like it's the same shit. So I'll be on a certain vibe. I'm not listening to too much rap in the morning, but like there's certain albums, certain songs that are just really striking a chord with me in the morning. And Nora's Barkley certain songs they have the, like it's a scientific fact that certain chords string with your emotions and give you a certain vibe and some of them songs 
I'm not gonna say that because some of them are too experimental, but some of them are really some good motivating songs in the morning. So if you're looking for some morning music, um, a good part of Noise Barkley's catalog is cool. That's the type of shit I'm on, man. Like it, it's some good vibe, and I'm also listening to um, D'Angelo's fucking. Black Sunday, the Black the last one. That was nice. That uh, that's the one I'm on. Man, that's a nice album, right? That's there. the one I'm on hey, right now. Hey, that's my morning like music. Underrated. He made an album. I'm like, how do you make such a perfect album, bro? That shit is From fire. Like, dang. I'm you, on. You really did that. <laughs> yeah, that D'Angelo and Noise Barkley. That's my 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 morning music. I go between those two albums. Right, I'm about to get on that online Noise Barkley. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. This is, and then after work, that's when I'm getting on like my rock more. I see my my shit. Oh. My shit, so I'm pricing off. But after all the way to work, hella early in the morning, motivating music, yeah. And now when I'm getting dressed, I'm on like some classic soul and shit. What you guys listen to me? Well, shout out CeeLo. Shout out CeeLo Green. Right. He is fucking this, an artist that just embodies like pushing, pushing your voice, pushing like your stomach, like you're, you're, you're singing from your gut. Right. Speaking from, and then the stuff he's saying too, right. it's just like, so yeah, it's not like that's like he's like in a class of his own, you know. Right. Like he's yeah, so shout out to CeeLo. Does that just always makes me feel good? Yo, always here's good. a question for y'all: Do you think CeeLo got more popular from singing uh, for Noise Barkley or rapping with uh, fucking Goody Mop? I, I think Noise Barkley, to yeah, be honest, sure. that that really pushed him over the edge because it showed what he could do as an individual artist. And not a whole lot of individual artists come out of like big groups like that and can have like their individual careers. But but you know? on, on, and, and he rebranded too. Right. On like Goody Mob and, and Outkast on all those songs, he he's always stood out too, which right. is the thing. Like he almost yeah, like true. not that he didn't belong in Goody Mob, but just when his verse came on, like the song changed. And then right. when he was done, it was like a whole different thing, you know. Even though he was part of the group and he made them, he's he just kind of like it was natural that he does his own thing too. Right. Like Plus, it's that good crossover. You know, once you get a, get into Norris Broccoli, that's strictly pop, you know? So, are y'all still waiting for Andre 3000 solo? Man, I don't know if that's ever going to come. Yeah, he, you got to hang that up. Right. He, 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 he recorded that on a jelly vinyl, you know what I'm saying? And they got that somewhere tucked in a museum. We ain't going to never see that one. <laughs> I heard the interview where he was talking about he doesn't feel like, as an elder, he should be making music because it's like, let the young generation do it. Which is an interesting topic, but I feel like there's not a lot of elders, you know, in hip hop that are still making music from an elder perspective. Like a lot of the elders that are still making music in, in hip hop, they're still talking about like what they might have talked about before. Andre 3000, I imagine him talking about the insecurities of becoming older and, you know, like nobody's that's important. And I want to hear because I'm, I'm 37 and when I get older, like that's somebody I look up to. You know, and, and having that perspective in the form of like flows, you know, like would be really good for, I think, me personally and so many people at his age and coming in. And then just in the stamp, the stamping that in history. So that future generations, when they get older, they have that perspective of somebody who's like really poetic and like makes you go into different places in your mind. Because he's always he's, he's that kind of artist where he can pull you into a different. He, he makes you think he takes your thinking to a different dimension with the way he does it. And to hear his perspective in his old age, even as a rec- as an, a reclusive person or 
um, insecure, whatever he he may be going through, that would be, well, that would be a really important uh, addition to I think just what people need. You know that the medicine of music okay. at that from that time. Okay, you're right. I get that, but I'm like this. I'm saying it from two places. Like as a as a fan. I'm selfish and I want Andre to come and drop something because the the, the game needs it. A hip hop mm-hmm. needs that introspect, that 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 thoughtful rap that Andre 3000 has. We know he has, but as a man, I also respect, respect the fact that if he's done, yeah, he's done. Right. Like yeah. If he's done, exactly. like he's done. But as a fan, I'm looking at him like, why the fuck you done? Like the game needs you. Right. The game needs you. Like. So if you step out the game like this, do we? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to come like nigga. Owe it that's to a bitch shit. Like that's yeah. a, like the hood of me. Like nigga, that's a bitch shit. But like you stepping out the game like this, you know the game needs you. You you stepping out like and then that makes me look at cats like Jay Electronica and like cats like Jay Z who is still killing it. Right. Which four forty four is the definitive album. Showing old men how to still be relevant, like and if and if and if and if Jay Z's the only one to have the heart to do that type of shit, and Andre's fucking dipping out because he's he's fucking wearing sandals and playing a violin, spitting bars to a violin and a harmonica. <laughs> He, he, he could do I whatever mean, he want, but man, I know, I, yeah. I, I'm hip hop all day, man. I love hip hop. Hip hop. Okay, is the you love hip hop. I'm gonna ask you: Are you needing an Andre 3000 album? Yes. Do you need that? Of course. So him yes. dipping out the game like he did. Yes. Are you happy with that? Nope, not at all. Are you so? so okay, great. Oh, I, I wish he dropped that album, bro. I wish he dropped anything. Right. A right. verse. Anything. Right. You're thirsty. Oh, You're not thirsty. Not even just Andre. Okay, 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 Tandia. Yeah, okay. Right. Oh no, 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 no. Big boys tried. Yeah. Big boys tried. <laughs> like yeah. without Andre, you can't do Outcast. Well, but yeah. Big Boy, he gave it the best right. he could. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like right. he right. as a solo, but he right. can't. It's like EPMD. Like once they, it's like Tribe. Like Fife solo, nah, bro. I'm sorry. Rest yeah. peace to Fife. Well, you because, you heard those Andre th- songs that he did on Sound, SoundCloud like three or four yeah, years ago? Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like what you know. It was different. Know, it was I mean, different. But, but I, I still need like. No, yeah, exactly. Like I know what you're saying. I know they're different. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. always been different, but Big Boy was that balance to right, his shit that right. made it fly. Right. That made it fly, okay. right? In the mic, mama. In the mic. In the mic, mama. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, okay, let me ask you, T. Because I'm an outcast fan. Okay, let me ask you this. Outcast. Are you your outcast? Are you satisfied? With the way Andre 3000 left the game. Hell nah. Absolutely not. You know, I would prefer an Outcast, a, you know, a Sayonara record. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so you say it louder. Say you're not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. Say, at all. say how you really feel about. Say, I, you don't have it to say how you really feel about Andre 3000. I wish they would drop something else. I really wish it's they not would. a they thing because big boys are active. It's Andre. Say you don't like Andre. Say Andre 3000 on some bitch shit for not dropping. You say it. Say it. Say it. You don't want to say it. No, we love Andre, no. but you we love Andre. But you, yes. but you know how you feel. Say it. Yes. The 
the hood. Say it with your heart, my nigga. <laughs> say it with your heart. Say it. Say it how you feel. I mean, look, I think leaving the game is some bitch shit. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I can't leave the game just for that reason alone. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your face. Look at your face. Say that's how you feel. Say how you feel. Well, hold on. What are what are some other artists too that just disappeared that like I we're mean, like you know, oh, I know Dr. Dre? Because we're still all waiting for that. Man, but he's still active. No, like, like, no. You know what? You know what? You know what? Nice, detox. We need look, else, bro. We need look, 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 look. I'm waiting on detox. Look. I'm waiting on it. I. Dre, but he didn't write a lot of his shit. Dr. Dre usually had people writing for him. The thing with Dre, it doesn't matter. Still, can we get it? Look, look. <laughs> look. can we get I'm talking, it? I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about from a perspective like the the, 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 well. the rapper. Like what? Well. Whose voice do we need? Like who's whose yeah, pen do we I'm need? I'm like this right now. Jay Electronica linked up with right the fact Dre Jay Electronica linked up with Griselda. I'm gonna tell you like this, and I predict it. Fourth quarter is like a minute away. Once fourth quarter is officially dropped in Thanksgiving, you're gonna see heaters come out. You're gonna see Griselda and Jay Electronica. You're gonna see more. You're gonna see the heavy hitters in fourth quarter dropping heaters. You're gonna. I predict it. You hear it first. Jay Electronica is gonna have an album in the fourth quarter. Jay Electronica is gonna have an album November, December, January. You're gonna hear some. You just, I just, because I've actually heard a link or two, a song or two from Jay Griselda and Jay Electronica, because he just got signed. Oh. He just got signed, and there's like a song or two dropping here and there. Fourth quarter's around the corner. That's when the big boys come out. Hopefully, there'll be another Ghostface album. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, yeah, they do. Man, it's the big boy time. Fourth quarter, I'm excited. But hopefully some of the big boys. I mean, shit. I the Nas got um, King's Disease Three coming out. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming. This is the best run Nas has ever had. Yes, it is. <laughs> like, like Nas is Nas has never been this good in his life. Nope, never. And I'm a Jay Z fan. Man, I'm telling yeah, you. I'm a Jay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nas, this is the best. Like. Nas is like, damn, I should have been with this guy, 88 Keys, like years yeah, ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, 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 doing, he, he doing his thug like this one. Yeah. Respect, man. Yeah, he's killing it, but like. I mean, he's still a Nas, though. I'm still a Jay Z fan. Right, that part. Right. <laughs> right. And, you know, and it's, it's hard to. Like, I'm. All right, so I'm a. I guess a J fan, but like, he's. He's alright. He's, I mean, I, I think that he's impressive with some of the freestyle stuff that he did on his albums and his work, and some of the wordplay that he has. And he, he also a hit yeah. he, he made. You know, like, listening to some of the hits he made for that generation, he really the, the track the track run shows. Yeah, the track right. run shows. Yeah, right. I'm not a hater. I'm just I'm just saying like, I okay. I just say rap wise, he's killing it. But I'm thinking we've been talking about niggas who transcend rap. I think Jay-Z did it too. Yeah. Like, Jay-Z and Beyonce, that is the most powerful black thing I've ever seen in my life. All right? We don't have a whole lot of examples of black couples, first of all. And we don't have a whole lot of examples of black couples who are so powerful, who have so much influence. And you you don't really see, like, fucked up shit about them. You know what I'm saying? They had that one incident that one time, and that shit blew over it. She made an album, he made an album, and it was good. 
And that's some crazy. Was that Lemonade see. song really about? I mean, I'm in the rock. Yes. That was. But yeah. you know what though? Look, peep this though, my nigga. Look, that's kind of fly how they finesse their like breakup right. issue into they a song and got paid from it. That's they what did. you're supposed to do. They in the mic, my guy. No, they did. They did. You know, wait. You know who's another? Who's another person who's like kind of dropped off, like being, like to a certain level, and it's kind of disappears. Little John. What happened to Little John? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like he he was like he didn't just like fade away. He just kind of just stopped, right? Like he like turned down for what and maybe a couple. But that was a huge sound that changed. He changed this whole landscape and the sound of like music to this day. It's like obviously it doesn't sound like that anymore. But he that trajectory that he put that. The music on like yeah. was and, so and different, and it was in very right. Bay Area. It was right. very connected, but it was like, well, I don't know. It, it was it was similar, but like he, that whole like Little John Crunk movement just right. was so Super impactful. Yeah, and right. and and he just kind of disappeared. And I, I'd be curious to see him come back and, you know and what, what he would I, what what he would do because the sound is hella different now. I think Little John and T Pain super caked up when they made it. And they made so much money, they just said, fuck it, I'm out. And you know what? With the way the rap game is and the way rappers getting killed, I can see niggas like, fuck it, I'm going to turn my mic in and I'm out the game. Yeah, I'm I feel done. you, man. It's, it's hard. It's hard being in the game. And I feel like rap as an industry, it's trash. Rap industry is trash. The way it's run is trash. The stuff that they put money behind is trash. And that's really all that seems popping out there. You know what I'm saying? I respect artists who are able to, like, Take a label and flip it, but it's just like that's all you can really do nowadays. You, you can't really be on no label trying to make their label music because they're gonna have you make trash music that's gonna influence the culture negatively. You know, it's so wild. You say rap is illegal in Japan, so yep, if China. you're playing it in a beatbox, do you like fucking get woo, get rolled <laughs> yes, up on and get yes. locked up? Yo. Oh, you say yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chinese, hey, your Chinese government—they're not playing. Chinese government is real serious about the way that they run. I really shit, gotta man. see. Yo, that's you, wild. Twitter and shit is blocked on China. In China, they have. They got the social credit score out there too. They got the social credit score. You have like a government phone, kind of like they have the Obama phone, but it's an entire network, and the only social media they have is on their network, and they filter all the messages. You know, so you can't say shit about it, you can't be tweeting shit about it. And they got those central, those uh, digital currencies too, so they don't have cash and, and basically. Right. Right. And, and all your, if you don't all spend your money on the right shit. You can't spend it. Like they track your health if that if you're not if you eat like one too many hamburgers. They're like, okay, you want our population to be healthy, so you're not allowed to use your digital. Yeah, and then yeah. and then um, also That's like if you're, if you're or, not, or if you're saying like the wrong thing, you, you know, you get your whole digital ID shut down. You know, and that's what people are saying is going to happen here because it, you know, the whole this is a whole different thing. But like this, you know, central bank digital currency. You heard of that? Mm-hmm. That's they already have the architecture in the U.S. ready to do that. Basically, where they're going to basically remove cash and everything isn't going to be coming through the bank anymore. It's going to be coming through the central bank and the Federal Reserve is going to have their own government central bank. That's why the economy is like they're like breaking it. They're they're fucking the economy up on purpose globally so that the whole world gets on like kind of what China's doing and they're testing it out there but they're ultimately going to bring it here so if you say the wrong thing or if you act the wrong way it's going to be like a voucher where your money isn't just something you can spend or save you're going to have to spend it within a certain time and if you don't spend it fast enough you can't you can't save it so your money will expire so it's like you you're you're allowed a little bit of money and if you don't spend it in time it'll expire so they're going to eliminate the idea of saving and like owning ownership of like your own assets it's going to be just 
like controlled it's crazy it sounds like some crazy shit but it's actually like this next coming years they, they have the whole shit already written out and they're already talking about it it's not even a conspiracy theory it's like literally wow. yeah i believe it i believe it like I, I i've been saying since the beginning they own some political shit and we got to really recognize that they own some political shit and they trying to destroy us on multiple levels and one of them is politically it, it, it's removing your identity it's like it's yeah, like right. you everything is going to be a, a barcode Everything is going to be digital ID, no more like driver's license. It's going to be then the future shit is when it's like biometric and you don't have a phone or anything. It's all like in your hand. Right. That's that's actually they're, they're, that's actually going to happen. Right. It, it's not even science. Yeah. The, the RFID chip is like the, the, there are people in America who actually have RFID chips. Yeah, oh, and, and, and that's yes, even like that's even like old now, too. Right. No. And you do know that. The, you know that there are, are people already buying property on the moon. Oh yeah. Yeah, come on, yeah, man. Like, yeah. like it's like, like it's crazy in this world right yeah. now. Yeah, but I'll just say this: all these scenarios, can we at least control our rap? Can we bring rap back? That's the least man, I, I as don't a know. people. I don't now, know. I'm wait, wait, brother. Ever control rap? I'll just say this: the selling, the marketing. We will probably never master that. It's just, it's we'll never. We'll probably never receive what we're supposed to. But the creating and the thought process and certain aspects of it, we should be able to control that and do the right thing with our music. The music's not going nowhere. Right. And I'm like, 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 oh, yeah, I yeah. Feel like, like a yeah. lot of good music is being made, yeah. but it's not being pushed to the forefront. And I yeah. think right, that's that the part. Issue. That part. Yeah, There's like 60,000 songs uploaded to Spotify every day. Shh. Right, wow. right. Every day. Wow. About 100,000 songs on all platforms. You know what I mean? Wow. So you got to be able to get through all of that. Right. You know, that really takes money. It really takes money. Yeah, it does. It actually does. And, you know, I feel like. That may be something that's kind of missing from the equation, especially here in the Bay Area. I was thinking about it, and I'm like, other areas like New York and LA, right? They make a lot of money. You see artists blow up from there. You see people like really get big. But I feel like one of the differences between here and there is that they have an infrastructure for certain kinds of entertainment. And they have, a, they have money behind it, really big money, really long and old money. The Bay Area doesn't really have that same kind of infrastructure. No, not at all. You know not at all, but at the same time, we're unconventional. No, you, we you, are. you know how Too Short did it. Of course. You know what I mean? You know how E-40 did it. Right. And you got LaRussell out in Vallejo doing yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Every, true that. Today, yeah. what he's doing. And true he, that. He yeah. done got through all of that. But you know what, though? Even you know what though, even though that now same... he's teaching yeah. everybody else what to do. But right. these rappers, I get it, they, they eat off the rap music and all, but if they're successful rappers independently, but I wish they would take it beside that and get, like, do bigger. Like, like do, like, transcend the rap. What I'm saying is this. They don't want the barrier to live. Like, okay, like, they, they don't, like, 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 don't even like making deals with barrier. Yo, no, they don't. Like, like, they like don't. what I'm saying is this. All the successful rappers, let me say this real vaguely. All the successful rappers in Vallejo, I'm not gonna say one individually, and it makes no sense that the Mega Boys Club is falling apart. Like like that building, like but we have rappers up the ass making liquors and like liquors and cigars and shit like that. Yeah. But but we can't build our inf- we can't build build our buildings. Right. For the youth, it, it seemed like there ain't never enough money in the world, you know. For right, 
not enough money in the world for the right shit. Right wow. shit. But yeah. then if it's a bullshit, oh no, nah, we got we we got like and I'm trying not to be vague, but like such and such like drink or smoke or yeah, yeah, but right. if you talk about politics and Vallejo, everything is, is systematic out there, you know what I'm systemic. So I mean just is they're there to keep folks down in Vallejo for sure. You know what? Right. The best thing No no question about yeah. it. Marshawn Lynch Marshawn Lynch needs to run for mayor. But that's a great example yeah. of hey, being he opened up the store. You know what I'm saying dope air Ma- Marshawn Lynch if Marshawn Lynch were to run for mayor of Oakland, he would win by landslide. Hey, I, I think so. I vote for him. I vote I, for him. Come on. We, we we need that. And I, I I feel like you're right. Oakland and the Bay Area, we are different. We are like right. underground. We, we got that, that kind of rebel energy. Right. And we've been building our own since the right. beginning. You feel me? Right. And I think that we need to keep being on that too. And that's right. the shit that's going to like really like take us to the next level. Right. These niggas don't want to work with us, man. They don't even like us. <laughs> okay. They just pretend to like us. But at the same time, though, they can't help but work with us because they know that we hot. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they, they want right. to get what we got every single time. Right. Yeah. Okay, yo. Yeah. So look, we're just stumbling. Sorry. Work, with, work with the communities, man. Yeah. Like, work with real people. Real people do real things. You know what I'm saying? Somebody told me this thing one time. He was like, a real artist has a day job. And I was like, damn, bro, that's crazy. But he was working He's working in the political field. He had like an organization, and they doing a lot of good grassroots work, working with actual communities, like feeding people, all kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's the work, man. At the end of the day, you know, all this other stuff that people talk about is cool and it's good. You want to build schools, that's all good. Universities, that's all good. Businesses, we need those. But at, we need people like in the grassroots. We need people like working with the people who are here. Like Oakland, the Bay Area. We have so much homelessness that we got to deal with, man. And it's it's crazy the way Redline has affected us. We got so many like mental health, you know, issues that we need addressed and healthcare issues that we need addressed, you know. And I think that we in Barry, we also need to focus on that, man. So I, I just want to put that in the air one time for the one time. But we are about to get up out of here. Muni Radio, Mob Radio. You know what I'm saying? Open mind cipher one time for the one time. You got a cipher at a mind. Yo, how about we do an outro and tell people how people can find you on the internet and whatnot? I'll start it off. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great episode of MOB tonight. My name is Adrian H. Scott. Please find me on Instagram and Facebook, the same, Adrian H. Scott. And please check for us Ugly Sundays this Sunday, 46. Check it out. Thank you, Pam and Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. I'm Muni Radio. I don't know you, Pam, but thank you for the space. And thank you, Airwaves. Even without us, the airwaves are still going to be here even after all of the, us people are gone. And the airwaves will be there. So it's it's really cool that we can just be in the airwave right now. It's hella cool. So thank you for having me. I'm BJ Gabi. You can find me on social media. VJ as in, uh, like, yeah, video, but not video. It's VJ.Gabi, G-A-B-I. I do music. And um, when he be posting some content soon, so appreciate anybody who is out there. So thank you, man, for sure. It's, it's your man, Summer Man. You already know what it is. Like, shout out to DJ Rowe. Shout out to Tandy for coming through one time for the one time. Really helping it be live. Really helping it pop, man. Man, DJ DJ Rowe. I want to give you a double shout out. Oh, yeah, DJ Rowe. Because like. I really fuck with you as a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's a party that you're a DJ in, I would be there, bro. 
<laughs> just on the strength. <laughs> so shout out, shout out, shout out you, man. DJ Rope. Hey, yo, nah, trying to make fun. Yeah, Summer Man Everything, you can find me on YouTube. I'm really trying to push that YouTube line. I want to make funny stuff, you know, personally. I'm, I want to have fun with life at the end of the day. You know, I'm, I'm all about the political shit, but I also believe in having fun with life. Because at the end, if you're not having fun with it, you should be done with it. <laughs> okay? So find me Summer Man Everything, YouTube, all of that, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you feel me? I'm there. Oh, yeah, and new stuff coming soon. Imperfect, you feel me? With with, with age, Scott over here on the beats. Get on with it, bro. Christ one on the beats, you feel me? And and everybody and your mama on their tracks, dog. Get it in. Raw sixty million on Instagram and uh, Roselle Joiner on Facebook, y'all. Mob Radio, y'all. Muni Radio, Ugly Sundays. Check it out. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for having me tonight. Um, and you can find me, Tandia, at Sister Music Snacks oh, on IG, Twitter, and um, YouTube, too. Um, Sister Music Snacks Entertainment oh, on yeah. YouTube. Don't forget, Queen Vibes next Friday at the Knockout, 6 to 9. If you're in the city, dope, come through. Dope, dope, <laughs> Thank you, Tandy, for coming out. MOP, y'all. See you guys in a minute and um, enjoy your evening, y'all. Love y'all. Peace.
gang dividing holy. <laughs> yeah.
Black Black Plastic Mutant Radio Dot FM is what you're listening to Black History Month going on Sean from Bug House did a good one Check it out Bug House Square Tuesday since I was 17. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the redwood forests to the Gulf Stream waters. Oh, yes, this land belongs to you. As I went roaming that ribbon of a highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley. Yes, this land belongs to you and me. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forests to the Gulf Stream waters, ooh, this land belongs to you and me. I roamed and rambled, I followed my footsteps across the golden sands of your diamond deserts and all around me. This land belongs to you and me. 
Yeah.
times when we happen to be just sitting there quietly you know, watching TV, there are times when the when program we we're watching will stop just for a while, and suddenly someone TV. appears with a smile program and starts to show us how terribly and urgent it is to buy some brand of detergent and starts to or show us or cleanser, cleaner, powder, paste, or wax, or bleach to help to with the housework. Now, most of the time, it's a lady we see who's doing the housework on TV. She's cheerfully scouring us. Now, most of the time, it's a lady we see who's doing the housework on TV. She's cheerfully scouring a skillet or two, or she's polishing pots till they gleam like new. Skillet or two, or she's polishing pots till they gleam like new. She's washing the windows, the dishes, the clothes, and waxing the furniture till it just glows. Or cleaning the fridge or the stove or the sink with a light-hearted smile and a friendly wink, and she's doing her best to make us think or cleaning a powder or paste or wax. Or bleach is the best kind of soap. Or cleaning a powder or paste or wax or bleach is the best kind of soap. Or detergent or cleanser or cleaning a powder or paste or wax or bleach that there is in the whole wide And maybe I'll tell you one thing I know is true. The lady we see when we're watching TV. The lady who smiles as she scours or scrubs or rubs or washes or wipes or mops or dusts or cleans, or whatever she does on our TV screens, that lady is smiling because she's an actress and she's earning money for learning those speeches. Mention those wonderful soaps and detergents and cleansers and cleaners and powders and pastes and waxes and bleaches. The very next time you happen to be just sitting there quietly watching TV and you see some nice lady who smiles as she scours or scrubs or rubs or washes or wipes or mops or dusts or cleans, remember, nobody smiles doing housework but those ladies you see on TV. Your mommy hates housework. Your daddy hates housework. I hate housework too. And when you grow up, so will you. Because even if the soap or detergent or cleanser or cleaner or powder or paste or wax or bleach that you use is the very best one, housework is just no fun. Children, when you have a house of your own, make sure make when there's sure housework, when there's to, housework do, to do that you don't, that you have, don't to have to do it alone. Little boys, little girls, when you're when big, you're big husbands, husbands and wives, if you want if you all want the days, of, the your days of your lives to seem sunny, to seem as, sunny summer as, weather, as summer weather, make sure when there's housework to do that you do it together. Do it. Formless, void, darkness upon the face of the deep. The spirit moved across the water and there was light. It was good. 
and honorable neither sword nor spear dispersed into the four corners of the earth for the sickles, for the mattocks, for the forks, for the axes. And the earth was formless, void, darkness upon the face of the deep. The spirit moved across the water and there was light. It was good. And the earth was formless, void, darkness upon the face of the deep. Spirit moved across the water and there was light. It was good. Are not princes, kings, ancient and honorable, neither sword nor spear dispersed into the four corners of the earth? For the sickles, for the mattocks, for the forces, for the axes. Yeah. 
during World War II in my hometown, everybody wanted to help the war effort. They didn't throw their money away on foolish things like food, rent, and clothing. Everybody in my home bought something worthwhile, something you could get a hold of and call your own. Everybody in my home bought a jackass. Everybody, even the little bitty kids, they had an ass of their own. Preacher's wife had the biggest ass in town. I know, because I rode her big ass all the time. Biggest ass ever been on. You can see the muscles in her big ass. Sometimes my ass would sweat and I'd slip right off her big sweat ass. I didn't have no saddle, her ass cost too much. Just like I told you, she had a husband who was a preacher. He didn't have such a bad ass himself. I rode his little narrow ass once. Boniest ass ever tried to ride. You can't ride them bony ass, you got to have some meat on your ass, you get ready to ride. Get your big fat ass in high old silver. Every Sunday the preacher came to church on his ass, the congregation came to church on their ass. I hadn't been in town long, I was on my ass. <laughs> one Sunday the preacher put his ass outside the window, came inside and started preaching. And one of the sisters in the back row was smoking weed, I was reading the gospel, and something caught fire. Something caught fire in the back pew and she jumped him out and help, save us! Everybody ran outside, snatched their ass and rolled off. But the Reverend, he didn't leave, he stayed in college collection, got kind of hot inside, they figured his ass might get scorched outside. So he took a long running jump and jumped out the window to land on his ass. But someone had stole old Reverend's ass and it wasn't there. The Reverend fell down in a deep hole in the ground. That's where they found him. Just go to show you, don't it? Some folks don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank you. If there's any prude here in the audience that found reason to dislike me, and I only meant to bring some happiness your way, the only way I know how, if you're going to go somewhere and tell somebody you thought I was blue, up your bucket. <laughs>
two windows, but the sunshine never come through. You know it's always dark and dreary since I broke is 
o'clock everybody you're listening to mutiny radio.fm in sf we're here for the happy hour yay the happiest hour of two hours ish of comedy every friday at six o'clock we've got comedians from everywhere they're gonna do jokes and it's gonna be fun and we all love stage time and it's great and uh thanks for donating everybody mutiny radio at venmo thanks for giving us money helping us stay alive yay so that we can help you help us Cool. Oh, the sounds of, I love, there is like a little bit of sour cream on your cheek and I've just never, okay. It's cute. You know, that's the thing is errant food on a young man. So cute. On an old dude, gross. <laughs> right? If you see an old man with like sour cream on the bottom of his lip, you want to vomit. But if you see it on like Peter Struckmeyer, you're like, oh yeah, baby doll. I just opened by, but it's, ah, I should have turned your mic up for that. You guys can guess the punchline. Put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. It's Dan Lewis. Yay! How's it going, guys? What's up? All right. We're rocking it here today. How we doing? How we doing? Cool, cool. What do we got here today? I see. Brady Pearson. Tim. T- I know everybody's name in the entire crowd. This is exciting for me. So it's good. My my mulleted friend right there. That haircut, by the way, that is an insult to the bald man right there. To waste precious resources like that, that is not fucking right, man. More like child molester in the front, child molester in the back. Child molester on his upper lip. Actually, I don't think people should suspect uh, Connor. No, no, parents should ha- not have a problem with him because it's like. No child molester is going to dress that on the nose, you know? (laughs) 
honey, why did you let that guy take our kid camping? I don't know, just, you saw the haircut, fanny pack full of lollipops, a little on the nose. I guess we'll find out on Monday. Okay. Uh, just wanted to make fun of my friend a little bit um, before I started. I wasn't ready. Yeah, I am. It sucks being bald, man. I had to... It was kind of suck. People asked me. People were asking me all after the Oscars about my opinion, just because I'm a member of the bald community. And I, I don't really have any strong feelings about it, but I I really did enjoy being in exactly the same category as Jada Pinkett Smith in a civil rights struggle. That was fun. If I ever see her, I can be like, "Fight the power." That's pretty cool. People, my friends are like, "That's different, man. She's got alopecia." That's different. And I'm like, how's it different how you got here, okay? We're at the same spot. We wound up in the same place. That'd be like if you're missing a foot. You saw another guy who was missing a foot. You're like, hey, I know how it is, brother. He's like, yeah, diabetes. And you're like, no, train accident. And he's like, I guess you don't know how it is then. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you guys ever notice how people are, so many people are like uh, almost proud of not being able to do math? They'll be like, oh, 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 oh you know me. and Don't make me do math. I can't do math. No one ever does that for other disciplines. You know, no one ever goes, oh, you know me, I'm reading. Don't make me read. I can't read. I can't read, you guys. Trying to date responsibly. Bought some condoms the other day. Got some magnums. Yeah, I got some, bought some mediums and some smalls, too. I based it on the size of the vagina myself. That's right. You've heard that one. Okay. I was, I was, what I was trying to do is think of a, a, a another tag for it where I'd go, uh, uh, based on the size of the vagina, uh, I'm like a goldfish. I just grow the size of the tank. And the, uh, I like, I'm trying tank right now. But yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, and then I was going to say, and then I was going to say, uh, I'm having sex, she's like, oh, you're so big. And I'm like, don't pin this on me. Uh, yeah. Or, or uh, oh, you're so big, and I'm like, sorry, you had to find out this way. No, it's not. I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm sorry. Thanks for the feedback. I appreciate it, you guys. I, don't know. I had a, I, I did have a story that I wanted to tell about a, a, another comic friend of mine, a guy, a guy you, might, you guys might know. He was over at my house in the backyard, and we were having, uh, we we're having some drinks. Marcus, Marcus Howard. Said we're having some drinks. And Marcus, okay, let's just say, Mar- you know, Marcus maybe sounds uh, a little whiter than he is. I don't know. Does that, does that checking out with anybody? He sounds like Professor Frank from The Simpsons, Marcus. Okay? And he's out there in the backyard just dropping N-bombs in my neighborhood, right? Left, left and right. And I got high fences, okay? So all I know is the neighbors just hear some dude who sounds white saying the N-word over and over again. And I'm like, Marcus, you want to fucking cool it a little bit, man? He's like, listen, man, that's, that's, that's our word. I'm allowed to say that word as much as I want. And I'm like, all right, fine. I can't take it away from you, but could you maybe blacken it up a little bit when you do it? <laughs> I, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Dan Lewis, everyone. That's a funny new story. That's lovely. Uh, yeah, comedy is truth. Your next comedian ha- is the one with the mullet. I call him the jizz master. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Connor Lonsdale. 
the music stopped. Yeah, Jizz Master. That's what the kids call me down at the school right there. It's reverse psychology. You know, you think it's too on the nose. That's I'm doing that on purpose. Get these, get their guard down. So I can molest children. That's the joke. Okay, what are we doing? What else were you talking about, Dan? I wanted to retort. Yeah, okay, I guess that's all it was. I was just telling Dan about that. I do have a problem with road rage. And I realized that when I, I was in the car, I said this out loud to myself. <laughs> with zero hesitation or thought behind it, I said, I'm going to regret that decision for the rest of my life. And the decision was just to let someone go in front of me. I'll be on my deathbed. <laughs> come, come closer. I shouldn't have let that fucking Prius in. I should have known. It cost me 45 seconds. I don't, I don't have any tattoos. You got, anyone here have tattoos? Pam's got a bunch of tattoos. I never got one. You know, I just never... I, I feel weird. I don't want to judge anyone else, but I, I'd feel weird about it. Like I, to me, it's kind of like you're just like, oh, this tattoo here, this represents how cool I want everyone to think I am. And then this one here, this represents uh, how cool I want everyone to think I am. And th this one here, this represents that I'm a Jew. It's a Holocaust joke. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It took you a second. I don't even like Holocaust jokes. In fact, I don't even like the Holocaust. If it was up to me, if I had a say in the matter, I would go. I would vote no hol no Holocaust. If I, was, if I was back then, I would be like, hey, don't. Don't do that to them. Bad. In fact, if I had a time machine, I would go back, I would kill Hitler. Wouldn't you guys do that? A lot of people talk about that. Dan loves talking about it. I thought that was a good idea, but then I thought, what if you go back in time, you kill Hitler, but what if there was another guy that was way more evil and way more efficient? No, he, he, back in Hitler's time, more evil, more efficient, but he just got beat out by Hitler's charisma. You go back in time, you kill Hitler, but that, then that guy takes over. You think you did a good thing, you come back to the future, zero Jews. Just n none at all. Best thing on TV is young Sheldon. <laughs> There's schmegma everywhere. But then we realized that uh, schmegma is this unlimited renewable resource, so it d turned out to be... I guess you got to weigh that one. We don't really know. Is that worth all the Jews? Unlimited energy? Okay. There was one more. <laughs> I'm going to put a shirt on. You guys, ever, fellas, you ever come too fast when you're jacking off? That's not. That's, that's a sad moment. I, I can't even satisfy myself. Oh. All right, guys, my name is Connor. Thank you very much. Connor Lonsdale, everyone. He's going to put a shirt on for his show. 
It's a hot day, and uh, I w- I've always, I someday we'll find out what's in that fanny pack. All right, I know what's in your next comedian's fanny pack. Oh, I was trying to make a weird. I don't know what that meant. Put your hands together for Peter Struckmeyer. It's a metaphor for my asshole. Hello, gentlemen. It's truly just gents and Pam here. Pam, you're like an honorary gay man. It's men and gay men here. Hi. Um, I really enjoy Latin man. Latin men. Latin Latin man. Could you imagine that as a superhero? <laughs> Let's start that over. I really enjoy Latin men. Do we like the Latinos? Latinas? Latinxes? Yes, yes. I think they're very sexy. Uh, I hooked up with a older Latin man from Brazil um, when I was traveling a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he comes back to my hotel room, we have sex, he leaves, he does not spend the night, but he FaceTimes me the next morning and he's like, I miss your smell. I was like, you miss my smell? Like, the fuck is wrong with my armpits? So here I am trying to assess all the pheromones that I'm apparently giving off. Then I learned, or then I realized, there was a Chipotle burrito bowl next to my bed. So this motherfucker thinks that uh, my pheromones are like barbacoa and extra guac. And this happened a couple of weeks ago. This guy has still not taken a fucking hint that I am not going to date him. So every morning, he'll send me a good morning, how did you sleep message. And each day I reply with, pretty good. Great. Yeah, slept well. And nothing happens until the next day. And then we repeat the cycle over again. Pretty good. Yeah, slept well. This morning, though, I'm going to read from my phone for this because I have no new material. Um, He messaged me this morning a childhood fable. Anyone get one of those slide into your DMs? No, just me. So I woke up this morning to a message that's this long. Let's look at my phone here for a second. They spent a day and a night on a small farm belonging to a very poor family. When they returned from the trip, the father asked his son, how was the trip? Very good, daddy. And at this point, I saw the word daddy, and I thought this story was going to go in a different direction. Do you understand the difference between wealth and poverty? Yes. And what did you learn? Asked the father. The son replied, I saw that we have a dog at home. They have four. We have a swimming pool that reaches the middle of the garden. They have a stream that has no end. We have a covered and lit porch. They have an entire forest. At the end of the answer, the father was open-mouthed. What, was he going to blow someone? Without reaction. And the little boy, hugging his father tightly, added, Thank you, Dad, for showing me how poor we are. This little boy may have taught his father the greatest lesson. It all depends on the way you look at things. The things that really matter are priceless. If you have love, friends, family, health, a good mood, and a positive attitude towards life, you have it all. If you are poor in spirit, you have nothing. Yeah, that slid into my DMs this morning. Being gay is wild, y'all. I get motherfucking childhood fables in my DMs from strange Latin men that I hook up with. I'm leaving you there. That's been my time. I'm Peter Struckmeyer. Give it up for whoever's next, for Pam, for Yay. Yay, Peter Struckmeyer.
Yeah, I had to start dating young Latinos because I was tired of young white guys calling me mommy. All right, your next comedian, he's Big Daddy in the room. Put your hands together for Tim Taylor! Uh, yeah, Daddy, Daddy. Great to see everybody. My name's Tim Taylor. I uh, love the w warm weather and celebration and anticipation of it. I actually shaved all my pubic hair. Just shaved it all off. And challenges I actually have put on weight over the pandemic. And so I have this little pouch here. And so, yeah, and so like when I look down, I see the jowly chin of Mitch McConnell looking at me. It's like I look down at my pubis and it's just, oh, I've gotten more votes from the great people of Kentucky than any other senator in history. Somehow my pubis is, uh, hates all people but has an Asian fetish. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's slowly growing back so my pubes are kind of wispy. It looks like uh, that uh, poison uh, trickster in that movie, The Princess Bride. Inconceivable! <laughs> uh, you know, I was looking at myself in the mirror the other day without a shirt on, and I noticed I have a before body, for sure, right? <laughs> a before body. But I have after hair. Oh, yeah. You know how guys, like, are really buff? They, like, stretch. I just do this shit when I'm thinking. Like, I just throw my hair around. That's a, when I say no, I go like this, no. <laughs> oh boy but I, yeah, I'm working on my dating life I, uh, I considered becoming a sugar daddy anybody any sugar are you a sugar daddy you are not no good, good call you ever thought about being a sugar daddy that neither do I so I'm like a fake sugar daddy I'm like a stevia daddy or like a sweet and low daddy there's just there's something about asking telling a woman I'm going to spoil her by taking her to the Nordstrom Rack Cafe it just doesn't hit. <laughs> the Bed Bath and Beyond Bistro. <laughs> the Target Trattoria. Like, it's just I'm not attracting the right kind of women in my life. I see that, and I'm not off book either, which is... Um, do you know the thing is, I, I have put on weight mostly because I eat my pain, and um, it's because my mom's love language was volume. She just yelled all the time at me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I'd come home upset from work, and... She would, or upset from work. As a child, I could come home upset from assembling iPhones. <laughs> I fucked that joke up, but it was probably funnier than the actual punchline. And it's like, you know, I, I didn't feel included in my own home. I felt excluded. But I'm actually into inclusion. Actually, Peter mentioned earlier about la Latinos, Latinas. There's that, that saying, Latinx. You guys heard that? I'm like, Oh my God, there's like a, a Latin X games? <laughs> Skateboarder jumping? Oh God, that is, sorry, that joke is borderline racist. Oh, come on. Oh boy, thank you. So, uh, you know, I am sober. I've been sober for 11 years. Okay, thank you. 